This is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun, and we might actually learn something along the way. I'm Dave. And I'm Ian. And this is our show. Ian. Yes, Dave. <laughs> I like that. It looks like I just woke you up. Yeah. Well, you just put me to sleep when I'm not here. Because before our podcast started, we were just both sitting here silently, like on our laptops. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what we were doing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Ian? Yes. Yes, Dave. I'm Dave. You are Dave. You're Ian. I am Ian. This right here, this is the Team Clear Coat podcast. It is. Yep. Yep. We're an automotive podcast. Yes. Thank you. Sorry for listening. Exactly. Watching whatever you're doing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hi, um, Twitch. Hi, yeah. Internet. YouTube. Whatever. Yeah. We are on YouTube. We are on Twitch. We are on the podcasts. Yep. If if you're uh, consuming us on a thing, guess what? We're on that thing. We're on that thing. We're yeah. also on a few other things. Yeah. But it's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. All the same things are on the other things. <laughs> and you just don't worry about it. Just keep doing what you're doing. Exactly. Keep You You do you. Yeah. Podcast listener, YouTube video watcher. Yep. Twitch stream consumer. All of it. Yep. So um, anyway, Ian, let's talk about some cars. Yes, let's. So we had a... A uh, our, 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 my, my soda was upside down. I, I know. I was like, where's the tab to open? <laughs> You look so, how do I get soda in me? Yeah. Um, we, as re, as uh, regular listeners will know, have been dipping our toe into the the calming, soothing waters yep. of professional automotive journalism of it, late. Exactly. Yeah. We, uh, we are legitimate automotive journalists. And if we keep saying it, uh-huh. it'll be true. I'm a real boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, we got invited to a driving event at uh, High Plains Raceway with the Rocky, Motive, Rocky Mountain Automotive Press. I should probably get that. Uh, yeah, Rocky Mountain Automotive Press. Yep. Yep. We are members. We are members. Yep. And it was a fantastic time. It was amazing. And so, so that's yeah. what this whole show is going to be about. Yep. The whole show is about this track day off-road day event with the Rocky Mountain Automotive Press. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, let's let's get right into it. Where yeah, do, Where sure. do you want to start? Should we just start with the experience of going there? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So we uh, we showed up on time. Uh-huh. Which apparently was early. Yeah. Yeah. We, we You and I took my Infinity Old Man sedan out to the out to High Plains Raceway. After a, a, a necessary bagel stop. Yeah. Yeah. We got bagels. We got some Rosiebergs mm-hmm. in our tum-tums. Mm-hmm. Yep. And some coffee for the road. Yep. Yep. And we sh- and like you said, we showed up on time. Almost exactly on time. We did. Scheduled to start at 8 a.m. The Ocho, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Which really meant 9 a.m. Right, because I didn't know how hard it is to wrangle automotive journalists. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. But anyway, it was. I'm glad that we got out there early because it gave yes. us a chance to kind of walk around, get the lay of the land with, because uh, they had a different layout for the track yep. than we're normally used to, to driving. Yeah, um, I'll pull up a picture of the track and we'll talk about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, we got to go take pictures of the cars and kind of chat with um, some of the uh, manufacturer representatives that were that were there yep. with the cars that day. Yeah, we saw some people that we saw at the Denver Auto Show. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So Catching that was up great. with people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a that's a perfect one right there. Yeah. So let me kick that over to the browser one. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So we were at High Plains Raceway. And, you know, the morning started like any other track day with, you know, a, 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 
a briefing yep. and going over flags and all that. And it also went over the new track layout. So normally we run either the full course, yep. which is everything you yep. see there. Yep. Or, or we run the, I believe it's the west course, which is just without that little dongle yeah, without at the this, top. Yep, without the top dongle. Yep. Yep. Got but, a, doctor got a problem with my top dongle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it hurts when I do this. Exactly. Yeah. But at that day, we were just running the short course, which is basically yep. just basically just the pit straight or the the chicane, the pit straight, and the and the main back straight. Yep, just this guy down here. Yeah, in the lower right hand corner. Yep. yep, yep. Everything was shortened. There were cones. Yep. Uh, the scariest parts of the track were, except for one, the the back chicanes. Uh, you know, were were mm-hmm. not what we were dealing with that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the places where you and I have personally had code browns. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, turn one. We've had a couple code browns in turn one. I've given you a code brown in turn one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Turn one uh, right at the end of uh, the. Yeah, right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, is it doesn't look that scary when you're looking at it because it does open, but when you're new to the track, it can be because the pit wall is right on your left hand side. Yep. And yep. so it's blind until you're turning in. Yeah. Um, and then it then it opens up and you can see everything and you're like, oh, it's not that scary. But yeah. But we were super excited. Track day, High Plains Raceway. We love High Plains Raceway. Yes. Yeah. Um, and also, we got to drive a bunch of cars. So yes. the cars that were at the track day were... Yeah. Um, let's just... Yeah. We're going to kick through some pictures that you took, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we had um, the uh, the Kia. Wait, uh, what do you, you, Volkswagen, oh, the Volkswagen, Volkswagen the GTI. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so the first one was the Volkswagen GTI. Yep. It was a 2017. Yep. With the DSG gearbox. With the DSG. We'll, we'll get, get we'll, we'll get, get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Believe me. Yeah. Um. What else do we have? Here's a bunch of pictures yeah. of that. Yeah. It's a yeah. good looking car. It's, yeah. yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's a it's a GTI. Yep. And then this little guy. This this uh Kia. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this one quite a bit. We'll be spending some time with yeah. this one because uh-huh. spoiler alert. Uh huh. One of our faves. Yeah, we really liked it. It was the Kia Forte 5 SX. Yep. Had to look it up afterwards. Yeah, and it's a good-looking little car, too. It is. All right. Then we there was a Toyota 86 there. Absolutely. The And also Subaru BRZ, the same thing. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. What else? Do, uh, oh, Mercedes-Benz. Yes. AMG. C63S. Um, V8. Twin turbo. We'll get into it. And it's the coupe. Yep. The coupe. Two door. And I know it is a coupe for sure because I wedged all of this <laughs> into the back seat. The, the back seat. I'm air quoting podcast <laughs> listener. The back seat. Basically, if you, it, when you're making a car, you're like, I have a theory about what a back seat is. Mm-hmm. Like, I a rough conceptual idea, yeah. you know, like, uh, and then printed that picture out on paper and taped it up against the wall of the trunk. That's how much seating was back there. Yeah, and that says a lot about how much you trust me as a driver because I uh, was not taking it easy. Yeah, and no. uh, you were in the back. It had these r- ridiculously obnoxious wheels, but very cool stripes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and then also a Hellcat. The Hellcat. Yeah, Dodge. Challenger, Hellcat. I figured out how to uh, remember Challenger Charger because I always mix them up in my mind as yeah. to which was the two-door and which was the four-door. Mm-hmm. Challenger, two L's, two doors. Oh. 
Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It, that is how you spell challenger, right? Pretty sure. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing could have fallen apart right there. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Missouri public school system doing me good. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, yeah. So Lots the Hellcat. Hellcat pictures. Yeah. That was a fantastic car. Okay. Yep. Oh, look at this. Hey, what's this guy? The Fiat 124 Abarth Spider. Yep. I guess it's a Fiat 124 Spider Abarth, I think is what you're supposed to say. Um, And yeah, that car was uh, a, a little... A little blast. Yeah, we, we'll talk about it. Yeah, good looking as well. Built on the Miata platform. Really liked it. Uh, it kind of looks like a penis in profile. All right. Uh, then, oh yeah, how can we forget the Jeep Cherokee SRT 8? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee. SRT 8. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we'll get to that one as well because that was one of the first cars that we drove. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get to that. Yep. All right, let's k- keep kicking through pictures. Ian, distract people while I keep kicking. Th- oh. oh. Alpha There Romeo. it is. This is the last one, and this is, uh, yeah. yeah. We'll be spending a lot of time talking about this one. We sure will. Um, this is the Alfa Romeo, uh-huh. Julia. Quadrifoglio. Quadrifoglio. Yep, we learned Quadrifoglio. how to... Quadrifoglio. Yep, we watched YouTube videos about how to pronounce it. Well, and the, and we've discovered also the key is to do the stereotypical... Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, pretend you're about to say, that's a spicy meatball, right. and do that thing with your fingers. You've got some rosemary in there that you're about to pitch into a, a pot of a boiling... Yeah, of simmering sauce. Yep. Yeah, right? It just need Yeah. Yep. Quadrifoglio. It, you actually say it better yeah. when you do that. Yeah, yeah, look. Yeah, look. Quadrifolio. <laughs> no, Ian. Quadrifolio. Perfect. Boom. Perfecto. Yeah. Perfecto. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody stop listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your podcast all about? Well, Ian and I go up our but- own buttholes with pronunciation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we will get to that and be effusive about that in yeah. a few minutes. Uh, then, first though oh yeah yeah go ahead go ahead go ahead so we, we got there and you know I think we were both nervous I was nervous about uh, uh, you know not driving well enough that you know we would be I didn't know what the level of driving ability would be there right I was nervous too people and I, I'll tell you why whenever you're done okay go ahead yeah no no no, no, no I'm done no the other the driving levels talk me through that man well yeah. the other drivers I didn't yeah. know if either they were going to expect us to be completely new to the track or if it was going to be like just way like people were just like way more used to doing these things right uh than us and and uh and you know that we would not get invited back right right (laughs) i didn't want to crash anything and not be invited back right i was nervous because when you're behind the wheel of a car there's no off switch for how you drive well yeah and so I was, I was wondering how that would all pan out. <laughs> and I learned. I learned how all that panned out. And uh, yeah. 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 I don't think I did anything horrendously inappropriate. You, you informed me afterwards that I maybe got a little bit too close to some of the other motorists. Uh, two, 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 there were two instances. But I, I still think that I was okay. But um that's fine. We'll, yeah. we'll, 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 we'll talk about that later. But let's, let's get right into the driving <laughs> will impression. We, will we <laughs> let's talk get, about it later? <laughs> let's huh. get into the driving impressions. Because okay. the first car that we drove, I believe, was the, the, the Volkswagen. It was. And so, like, when you and I walk up to the Volkswagen, um, 
everybody they, else made a beeline for all, all the fast shit, and like so that we were just like, oh, we'll just go grab right. Let's, yeah, right, because it, this is our first year being members of the Rocky Mountain Automotive Press. I don't feel like we can assert ourselves with these more tenured uh, right. individuals, and and by any means say like we deserve to be first in in this, you know, or like they're getting right. front like. Give us the table scraps, right? Right. Because we are happy for them, right? Right. Also, I do want to drive a Hellcat, but yeah, you know, yeah, right? Exactly. Uh, so you and I walking up to the Volkswagen was kind of like that's kind of like coming back home, a little right? Bit, yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, like I know this city, like you know, yeah. like we're just putting on like. Pearl Jam 10. We know all the songs. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, what with the speaking and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All of these things. Uh, you know, so yeah. So it was, uh, we, we hopped in the Volkswagen. Yeah. And you drove first. I did drive first. And it was fine. It was fine. It, it was, was it was it was fun to kind of learn the the track layout in a car that was roughly familiar because I Exactly. Had, you know, I've obviously I've driven that track in my car and I have a golf yep. and I've driven uh this generation golf before, but not this generation GTI before. Right. Um and I've driven tons of cars with the with the DSG. Um I will say that my impressions were that um that number one, I couldn't figure out how to turn off traction control, which I don't think you can in that car. Yeah, that's frustrating. Um, and it, it was stepping in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the brakes didn't really hold up, and that transmission is fucking awful. Yeah, that transmission is some hot garbage for the track, Ian. It really is because, and I thought it was going to be good for the track. Because, me too. Me too. Because I, I want it to heel toe for me. Right. Do do the stuff that I can't do. That's what I want you to do. And I think that the only there are times when that DSG gearbox is pretty good. When you're driving aggressively on the street, okay. It's really pretty good in a lot of the applications I've I've had it in. Okay. Um but it's garbage at slow speed. Yes. And it's really it just doesn't feel um like it's happy. There, the yeah, there's and no. We're gonna come flow. back. Yeah, we're gonna come back to Volkswagens yep. not feeling yep. happy. Let's let's make circle motions. Yeah, yeah. Like uh-huh. it does it. Right. But it's not happy. No, me. there's uh there's a couple protesters. There's some pitchforks and torches. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. like it's like if you have like a, a child and you tell it you have to do it has to do chores and it kind of trudges. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I guess. Right. That's what that that gearbox is like. Yeah. It's and I believe difference. that's what all electronic things in Volkswagens are like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like and that's the difference between can and should. Well, it can. Yeah. Do exactly. a track day. Exactly. Is, is this a car you should buy to do track days? No. Not with that gearbox. No. Nope. I, I think if you're going to do track days, I think you're better off, even if you don't know how to learn, don't know how to drive stick. You're better off learning to drive stick, and and getting that because it's yeah. a it's you know it's it was a really good value that right. car right. as it sat, um and you know they still do okay interiors yeah and yeah. The, and they do have and uh, Volkswagen does now have um, Apple CarPlay and yep. uh, and Android Auto Auto yep as standard now which is very nice and the default suspension setup. Great. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. That transmission that was garbage. Yes. So after that, we got in another car. We and you drove it too. And you, do oh, you agree yeah. with my driving impressions? One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. It was. Um. Yeah. It was. It was the the grunt. The acceleration was pleasant, right? Yeah. You know, like you'd expect from a GTI. But overall, like that transmission just really ruined it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It, 
but like the Volkswagen GTI is a really sought after vehicle, right? I mean, a lot of people really look up to it. Volkswagen fans run deep. Yeah. I like when we were talking about DSM tattoos a little while ago, yeah. like we wondered for a minute if, D- if people with DSM tattoos existed. We know people with Volkswagen tattoos <laughs> yeah. exist. That's like true. there's probably one within a 25 mile radius. Mm. Safe to say, right? At least. Right? At least. Yeah. 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 Would, so that's, a, that's easy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, um, you know, it, like this is a car a lot of people I think look up to. And I think that maybe you might be served better spending the money somewhere else. It is a good benchmark, though. Should, I, I should you want to track it. But yes, like you're saying, it is the benchmark. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, 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 and that's fine. It it's should, a known it should, safe entry. It should still be the, the benchmark. I think, yeah. So. This, this is. I don't want to take too much time on it. Though. Yeah, exactly. This. Yeah. Okay. So next, Ian. Next, the Kia. Let's talk about the Kia. Because that was what we drove after that. Yeah. So uh, I think I have a good profile shot of it too. And I think yeah. it's really good in profile. Yeah, I think it's actually a really good looking car. It yeah. really is. And it, this new Kia front end doesn't extend very well to everything, but it ex- but it looks good on this car. Yeah. It does have some like weird things like that weird, that one w- weird red accent. I like it. I like the red accent. That doesn't show up anywhere else on the car. Yeah. With, with silver. I like that. Yeah, yeah that's fine. But yeah. It, you know. It's not like the most well thought out design, I think. Right. But our th- I will say that our expectations were on the floor for this. Oh, one. yeah, completely. Completely. Yeah. And there did you drive this one first or did I go first? I drove first. You drove first. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And the brand rep was uh, in the passenger seat. Yeah. yeah. So we, we had a we had a passenger between Ian and I. That's true. Yeah. And yeah. some of these, uh, and in some of the cars, they had. Uh, uh, manufacturers or 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 driving instructors. Yep. Or or even uh, in the case of the Mercedes, an instructor from the manufacturer. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and that was that was actually pretty cool. Uh, it it, it kind of helped, you know, because you only had like three lap. We only had like three laps each. Yep. Three hot laps each. So we basically we were supposed to do a warm up, two hot laps, and a cool down. Which and, for Ian and I, I mean you're getting four hot laps. Oh, was it? Was supposed to go with that lap? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. It was helpful to, for some of them to be like, oh, this is how hard you can push right now. Yeah. Yep. To where like you're not going to, a little bit of extra confidence that like, oh, you know, the brakes aren't going to explode. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but after getting past the initial weird bite point of the clutch. The clutch is weird. On this, uh, it was instantly fun. Yeah. It has a little 1.6 turbo. Yeah. And front wheel drive. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a stick shift. It was a six speed. Yeah. It kind of wants to pivot around turns. Uh, yeah, the and suspension like it did it. It it all it all it was like yeah sure let's go yeah. I mean it was definitely slower than the GTI. Yes, B- and less capable. Right. It, you know far less grip. Um, yep. You know so you had less braking and and you know less top speed. Right. But right, it was more fun. It was fantastic. Yeah. Th- this th- this Kia was that one friend that you have that's not like your go to person, uh-huh. but it's the person that's like. I really need somebody to go like to belay me rock climbing uh, or to or like, go have a rager with go have a rager with or, you know, like catch a catch a weird movie that nobody else wants to go see with me. Right. Like it's that one friend that's like, yeah, sure. Let's go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, because it had that enthusiasm on the track. Yeah. It wasn't a good car necessarily, but it was fun. It wanted to dance with you. It, yeah. it, it wanted yeah. to to rotate. Uh, and the interior looked really good. The interior is really impressive. Yeah, Kia stepped up their game with that. But 
that car as it sat was uh-huh. more expensive than the GTI. No way. Yeah, it was like twenty six or twenty seven thousand dollars. Whoa, think. holy cow! And I believe it was more expensive than GTI or about the same price. And at the same price point, ooh, I don't know. I'm taking a GTI with a manual transmission. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Obviously, but right. You know the 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 price point on that trim is. A little excessive. Use the resale adva- uh, value to your advantage because in like two years, you're going to be able to pick one of those up dirt cheap. Absolutely. And yeah. I bet with a proper set of tires on that thing, yeah. it would be a blast. And that thing was on all seasons. Yeah, it was. It was fantastic. And it's a, an awesome little hatchback. So should this be your track day car, like this bro that's up for anything, right? Right. Uh, like you have room to throw a separate set of track wheels and tires in the back of it. Absolutely. And then drive home on your, on your normal tires. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was it was the surprise of mm-hmm. of the day. I would say, yeah. of, but both I would for me, yeah, it was the biggest surprise of both the the track event and the off road event. Yeah, for sure, because um, I didn't see it coming. Yeah, me too. I've never driven a Kia that I was like, I like driving this. I always, right, you right. Know, they look good, or right. you know, they yeah. they're, oh, they're good value or whatever. But that was fun. Yeah, we had a good time. Yeah, yeah, we both like. I mean, there's always those movies that's like. You know, you don't want to hear anything about it because you don't want somebody to ruin your expectations of it. But if somebody told you and I that we were going to have fun in this Kia, we would have been like, huh, okay, we got to see what that's all about. And we would have been still impressed. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to know what it's like to drive... Like on a mountain road, right? Right. If it's only fun at ten tenths, right? Right. Or right. if it's fun at like seven tenths, right? It, well, I think that I wasn't driving it at ten tenths. I was close. I'm like nine tenths, but like you were heel towing, mm-hmm. right? I was I was letting the clutch kick my butt. Well, um, and I was like, like trail, like it was one of those cars that you can. There was a a hand, like some of these cars you could get in and just immediately go fast. Yes, yes. And some of them were intimidating, or some of them were like had weird dynamics or whatever. Yep. I, this car, for a f- little front-wheel drive car, I felt more comfortable pushing it than I did the yep. GTI, I think. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. It just... I don't know. I think it it might have, in some essence, a more pared-down experience, but it do- that suits it, sw- it well. Right. Like, there's probably not as much, like, math and stuff going on for the steering, you know? And, right. Yeah. Yeah, but, you can just... you Well, it's one of those... The, the slow car fast thing. Yeah. You can just... You can access all of it yeah. immediately. Yeah. No, like seriously, pick one of these up in two years. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, it, I would, I would love to have one of these as like a little track day car. Yeah. Absolutely. That would be amazing. This yeah. is a, a future uh, Lemons winner. Right oh here. yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Here, here's a question. The, uh, the weird hatchback Honda um, Civic with the space ball shifter yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Or one of these Kias. If it, I mean if I had one of those SIs new, right. you know, like they both had like no a thousand miles on them. Or right, right. Uh I don't know. It the fact that Kia made that a tough decision, yeah, says a lot for it. Because I bet this is faster. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know? I mean uh-huh. that, it has a turbo. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was it was an impressive little car. Yeah, I, I I was really happy with it. Yeah, we love the Kia, and we love like we love the whole idea behind the Kia. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that they're yeah. going to start making sportier cars. I would like to see them make. I, I would be curious to see them make an a real performance version of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because I do think like 
the amount of laps we did, that was it for the breaks. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, and you know, I don't know how much it was it would stand up to that abuse, but I I, I think a there's something there yeah. with it. Yeah. No, that's the thing. Yeah, like there's something to build on. Yeah, you there's you feel traction like with the potential of the vehicle. Yeah. 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 Like it's infectious. Yeah. Yeah. It, it had that it just had that balance where like that front little front wheel drive yeah. car balance that you yeah. want where you can get it to rotate, but yeah. it's not scary right. or unpredictable. And that was with three people in the car. Yeah. Turbos get bogged down easily with weight. That's true. Right? Yeah. I didn't yeah. Know that. yeah. Yeah. You take me and the and the brand rep out of the car, you'd have a great ripped. time. Yeah. 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 Right? It was great. Great little yeah. car. I was impressed. Yeah. Uh, and then we then we went ahead and just went full-blown crazy pants and got in a Jeep Cherokee, a Jeep Grand Cherokee SRT8. Yes. <sighs> did you take any pictures of it? I did. There's a, yeah. uh, it's coming up. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's after, after the I think mark. I only took like two. Well, yeah. I mean, that's not something you waste, uh, you know, digital file space for. Well, because it yeah. was just more like, why did they doing this? Right, right. Well, and the Why? the event was sponsored by Fiat Fiat. Uh, yeah, they, most of the vehicles there were FCA. Yeah, yeah. Uh, vehicles, obviously. I was very, there. We go. Yeah, there we go. Okay, Jeep. Yeah. All right. Um, it's a heavy car. Who drove first? Uh, you did. Yeah. Um, everything that you think this car drives like, that's exactly right. It does. It's stupid. <laughs> it's. It is, it is, um, we were laughing the entire time. Yeah. 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 It was a giggle factory. It is like, um, closing a Ziploc sandwich bag with a hammer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Like yeah, that little true. snap and you're just like, Oh, let's see what happens. Wham. Mm -hmm. Uh, the brakes were, uh, the brakes are huge, but also not good enough no. because physics is still a thing. And it car weighs 6,000 pounds, I think. I don't know. It, it was weighs, something ridiculous. Uh, oh, hang on. Let me look it up. Type, 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 type. All the pounds. Yeah. All the pounds. It weighs all the pounds. All the pounds. Yeah. And uh -huh. it has all the body roll. But yeah. the one advantage to it is that you can just, you don't have to worry about curbs. Nope. You just, the, you just go, yep. you, sh you straight line every yep. corner. Yeah. This is the 29er bike of uh, track day cars. Yep. Yep. Just yep. drive right over them <laughs> yeah. and just yeah. laugh and laugh and laugh. And then that V8 sounds oh, really it fucking sounds, great. It sounds so great. Uh, yeah. Like it, it missed an apex. Why not make another? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it like as a car, as a thing to do for purely fun. Yes. Taking yes. one of those to a track is, is something that you could do. And you and I have seen other ones of these at track days before. I, I just, know I've seen at least one. It was, it was, a. I would think though, if it was mine, it would be stressful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you're yeah. like, this thing's definitely going to fall over. Right. At yeah. some point. Yeah. You just think about all the little mechanical bits, right? Yeah. And just the sheer forces yeah. against those. And it's one of, and I think I, I said this to the, cause the FCA person, they weren't in with us, but they asked us when we got out of the car. Yeah. And I was like, this thing, you can do this, but you shouldn't. Right. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like you can and it's a riot, but you shouldn't do it. Right, exactly. And we're thankful that we did. Oh, we should take a quick interlude and talk about our story about uh, about what one of the uh, brand reps said about you and I. I have a, I have enough of it. Goes, so let's do that at the end of the, at, at the end, end of the track day. Okay. Okay. All so, right. Okay. But I, I'll, I'll interrupt for another interlude in a second. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Um, I do want to talk about the 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 BRZ eighty six. Yeah. You drove the eighty six. I did. And I, I drove the Burz. Okay. All right. Right. And I was riding passenger with you in it. I drove the uh, Toyota Solo myself. Yes. Yep. 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 I got oversteer. I managed to get the rear to step out. Actually turned traction control off, Ian. Did you really? I did. I Good did. Good for you. Well, I I am at home in rear wheel drive. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That was the slowest car there. It was so incredibly slow. Right. Because uh, for anyone who doesn't know, we're in Denver, and uh, you know, we're at a mile up, and that does affect yep. things. And one way to mitigate uh, loss from altitude is to slap turbos on cars. Yep. And for whatever reason, Toyota and, and Subaru decided not to do that. With They're the, taking a hard line against turbocharging that car. Yeah, and I get, I kind of get why. They want to keep I it don't. simple. They want to keep it, you know, relatively safe or whatever. But it, it's, <laughs> it's, ti- it's tiny. It's, it's low. It's very slow. Yeah. It needs, it needs more power at this altitude, for uh-huh. sure. And yeah. it's, it needs boost at this altitude. Yeah. Um, but it is... It is very engaging to drive on a track. I've never driven yes. on a track before. Super analog feeling. Yep. Like you feel super connected. Um, yeah, the the transmission's great. The clutch has a high bite point, but other than that, it's not It was bad. really high. Yeah. Especially yeah. the BRZ was really yep. high. Yep. Um, to the point where I thought people were thinking I didn't know how to drive stick because I was just like, where is it going to happen at some point? Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then um, the the only thing I would say about it is that I I had kind of been freaked out by it a little right, bit right. because everyone talked about how easily it oversteers. Yeah. Yep. And it does. It, uh huh. But it's not scary. Right. Like no, I thought it was going to be unpredictable and there's, like all of a sudden I'm sideways sort of thing. There's no snap. No. No. You. It's nothing it, happens you, quickly in that car. Yeah. You can tell it's coming. Yeah. 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 It's. But culturally, I think this car is an important piece for car culture, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think this represents a brand not trying to make everyone happy, right? I think that they are choosing a very distinct direction for this car. Yeah. Like, you know, and, you know, it as much as we harp on wanting more power out of it, it is what it is, right? Right. And whenever you try to make everyone happy, you're only going to disappoint people. Well, it is the whole idea of like fun is more important than fast. Exactly. And exactly. It, it is good to see a manufacturer embrace that to a certain extent. Right. Although it could be faster. <laughs> <laughs> it could. But, uh, and, and here's the thing, the whole time Ian and I are driving these other cars, our minds kept flashing back to the Kia. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I drove the Mercedes with V8 and twin turbo, and I still thought about the Kia every now and then. I can say then. that that did not happen to me. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me every now and then, yeah. Uh, the only thing I was thinking when I was driving the Mercedes was, holy fuck, this thing is fast. Yeah, do you want to talk about it? You want to talk about the Mercedes? I want to take a pause. Okay, all right. And play a game of FMK Cars. you want to explain yes. it to the people? I would love to, Ian. Ian, FMK Cars is a game that you and I play on our podcast. It is the classic game, Fuck, Mary Kill, but we play it with cars instead of people because we're not horrible, deplorable monsters that live in baskets. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so F in this game, fuck means you hit it and quit it. You drive it for one day. That's yes. all you get. M means you marry it. It is your daily driver, warts and all. K, you kill it. You send it to the crusher immediately. All right, Ian. Yeah. Pat Benatar, hit me with your best shot of this, FMK cars. <laughs> this one's called Slow Car Fast. Okay. The slowest cars we drove at the RMAP event. Ah, uh, there we go. Okay. Okay. All so right. we got the 2017 in order of slowness. Yeah, 2017 sure. Burrs. Yeah. Burrs are 86. You can take your pick, whichever yeah. one you want. Okay. Uh, obviously, the advantage, the only advantage to the BRZ is that you get Starlink. With it. Oh, you do. Starlink made a Starlink. comeback. Starlink. We have to make a proper Starlink video sometime. We do. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we'll have the 2017 Kia Forte 5 SX. Yep, that's right. And then the 2017 Volkswagen GTI. Okay, I'm marrying the Kia straight up. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then let's see here. Let me pull up some pictures of the other ones. So the key, I'm, I'm definitely marrying the Kia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it was just too fun. I would, th- I would just do brakes, um, tires. tires, and maybe an ECU flash if anybody makes one. Right, right. Um, yeah, the ECU flash might be like I don't know. You have to like you know that thing when your uh remote control batteries are dying mm-hmm. and, and for your TV, and you take them out and you roll them in your hand to get, yep. and then you put it back in. And you can change the channel one more time. <laughs> like that might be an ECU flash for the uh, Kia. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, and so then I will, I will, so it's between the, the BRZ and the GTI and the GTI with the DSG. I'm, I'm killing the GTI with the, uh, with the DSG DSG, and I'm, I would F the, uh, F the BRZ 86. Yeah, for sure. Which one would you have between the BRZ and the 86? Was there a a, a noticeable difference? I don't think there's any noticeable difference. Yeah. I I mean, I would get Starlink. (laughs) So yeah. So Starlink. Starlink. Also, uh, Ian and I have uh, Volks or uh, not Volkswagen Toyota uh, padded lunchbox. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Right. Those uh, I have I have them up in my uh, kitchen. We'll talk about that in the yeah. next episode. Yeah, right? some yeah. swag to give away. Yep, yep. So, uh, what would you do in that case, buddy? Would you marry the eighty six BRC? Yeah, I don't. I might, and then I might crush the GTI and do the Forte for a day. A day, okay. Because um, again, I do think. I think that the BRZ would be more fun to live with day to day. Yeah. Yeah. I think on a track, the Kia was a ton of fun. Yeah. But I don't know that it would be that much fun day to day because okay. it's so slow. Yeah. And it's front wheel drive. Right. So. How good would the Kia look with the bike rack? Right. Also, Ian, we, we're completely overlooking this. The Kia Daves. I Daved. Oh, that's in the true. Kia. You did yeah. Dave in the Kia. Yeah. The Kia Daves. Yeah. 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 It, for a tiny little car, it was... Yeah, it's it pretty good. Right? It's overpriced though. Yeah, it's overpriced. That's too bad. Yeah, e- and because it's like a twenty two hundred dollar upcharge for the manual transmission. Oh, I saw that. I was building one on Kia's website. I did too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, their color offerings are not great. No. Uh, but those wheels are fantastic. Those look a lot like yeah. the wheels that I have on my car. Yeah. Okay. All right, Ian. I have an FMK cars for you as well. Okay. It's uh. You know what? I'm going to save it for after we do the Fiat 124. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's keep going. Okay. All right. All right. So, um, what what was next? What did we do next? Uh, we did the Mercedes. I, yeah, let's talk about the Mercedes. Next. Yeah. Um, my God, that car is fast. That car is insane. Uh, Nipper was the gentleman's name, I think. Yep. Was that it? I think so. Uh, the So, he's a Mercedes-Benz 
driving instructor. Yeah, for the AMG Academy. Yeah. Um, and he knew he's, his shit. He's way more legit than any of us would You be. drove first. I did. Because we were I nervous did. that you weren't going to fit in the back seat. Uh-huh. We wanted yep. to get one video, one 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 run of us together. Yep, yep. Um, and look at it. Yeah. It had this matte silver paint. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. It was really cool. Carbon ceramic brakes. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll talk about carbon ceramic brakes in general, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I drove first. So. Automatic f- transmission with floppy paddles. Yep. Yep. So what were your, what was your initial impression of it? Um, this, so the thing that happened in this car was I just, I got in and instantly like I was able to hit lines. I was. Mm-hmm. The braking was fantastic. I, it made me seem like a way better driver than I really am. Yeah. And then you you mentioned like that traction control light is going nuts, right? Yeah. And I you can't even see it. And I mean, I'm so focused on not wrapping a Mercedes Benz around anything, right? You know that I'm I'm the last thing I'm paying attention to is the dashboard. That's for someone else to worry about. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. So, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about this car more when we talk about the Julia. Yeah, but you're right. Like you get in that car and you're just instantly super fast. In it oh yeah, because yeah. it's so capable, and you just can immediately know like I'm in good hands. Yes, yes. And that's gonna be the key difference. Like in this car, you you feel like you are being taken care of. Yep. And you are. Like I was really trying to like drive like a normal like a you know, I was trying to do like my normal thing of like, you know, going in, you know, feeding, feeding the gas in slowly. Out of right. And all that. Right. Doesn't nope. matter. No. Nope. Trash control light just goes off yep. all the time, but you don't feel it. Nope. It, you, it's never noticeable when it steps in. It's no. like, oh, I must have just perfectly applied throttle coming out of that turn. No, you didn't. You didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I just put my foot to the floor and was like, okay. <laughs> well, I, I was watching your feet during one quarter. Okay. And it was like out of turn two. Okay. Uh-huh. And you were flat to the floor, like by the apex. Oh, really? Okay. And I was just, and then like nothing happened. Nothing uh-huh. was happening. And I was just like, holy shit, this, ha- this car is amazing. Yeah. Like, cause it just figured it out for you. And, you know, like I drove the, the 124. Right. Uh, like kind of right after this, actually. Yeah. Uh huh. And, um, and that car, I didn't have traction control off because I was with the representative and they were like, we're not supposed to let you turn it off. Right. But it was so intrusive in that car right. that it made it unpredictable because right. it would get... Yeah, yeah. If you if you put one tiny little wheel wrong and you get a tiny little slip, it would just come down on yep. you. That's how it is in my Infinity. That, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, in, yeah. in my car too. And yeah. I associate that usually with older... Old, older technology that can't figure it out. Yeah. But the, the Fiat was like that. And that's the, the one big knock I have. That's against because that they found it under a bunch of like <laughs> dried baguettes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but this car just. Yeah. The Mercedes. Unbelievably fast. The steering is, is great. The, the uh, suspension modes are, are really impressive. You, you could easily drive this on a daily basis. It's completely comfortable in its, in its comfort setting. Yeah. yeah. And it's, probably in the real world faster than anything i mean it's yeah it's unbelievable yeah the performance that thing has and you, i would i'm curious to know i would be curious to know like what like our lap times were yeah and what his lap time would have been. right because like if if you think about like somebody who could turn all the nannies off right and like truly execute something on the limit versus how like 
what is it like when two idiots just mashed buttons? I would say of all of those, of all the cars there, yeah, that gap would be smallest with this car. I think you're right. I think you're right because when this car is doing all of those things to help you, it's doing it so seamlessly and so well, right? Yeah, that you don't lose confidence. Yeah. No, no, um, and it's it and it, it just it, it it all it's it's designed to help you build confidence. Yeah, and push the car and push the car and push the car. We we got in that car. And what, within less than three minutes, we were doing 110 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ian. Which on that short, on that short configuration is, yeah. is pretty good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but. And I wedged myself in the, the theoretical backseat of this. And I, w- I was in there like this, like, just like, <laughs> just like face up against the window. Just like, oh, no, Ian, this is fine. I can fit. You, you were like, can you fit back there? I was like, motherfucker, it doesn't matter. I'm getting in the back of this car. <laughs> right? Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care what kind of yoga fuckery I have to do or what kind of like, what kind of detangulation. Like, I, I was a human right. pair of earbuds that have been in your pocket through the laundry <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes exactly yeah it yeah. was that car was just ridiculous yeah yeah it was so fast it was yeah. easily the fastest car there I, think. I I loved I I wish I could have ridden in the passenger seat just so I could have been comfortable mm-hmm. with you driving that car that would have been a blast yeah it was yeah. fun yeah I, I I wish we that's a car that I wish that we had had more time with just so I could yeah. start stepping traction control off right. to see yeah. what would happen right um, I want to see, I want, I want a little bit of that tooth, you know, like I want right. the sugar, I want the stick, you know? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The pan. Yeah. Kiss the pan. Pan kisses you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, should what we talk else? about our disappointment of the, of the track event? Um, other than ourselves, our what? lack of not a lot, our lack of hellcatting. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk about our lack of hellcatting. So yeah. being new to yep. professional automotive journalism. Yep. Um, it turns out that time management is an issue for us yep. <laughs> at track events. Yeah. We kind of got lost in the whole, like, we're driving fast cars. Right, right. And we forgot to kind of assert ourselves and get in line for the Hellcat. Right. And it was, a, it was, part of it was that we were trying to go, but we were trying to give ourselves both an opportunity to drive every yes, car. Exactly. And so we were trying to get both of us in the car at the same time. Right. In retrospect, that kind of screwed us. Right, right. And we didn't really get to drive the Hellcat. You got to drive it on the parade lap. I did, I did. And I let the cars go, and then I mashed the throttle a couple times uh, so we could actually feel the full acceleration of it just for a little bit. And I am kind of glad that, that was just on the parade lap because that car is terrifying in the back seat. I I only wanted, if we did one thing, I only wanted full throttle in a Hellcat with you in the car. That's all I wanted. You got it. I did. I you did. got it. I did. And I apologize to FCA for the cleanup you had to do <laughs> in the back seat of that car because there's a lot of poop. You went through three phases in that car. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The uh the I'm frightened giggle. Uh huh. Right. Then you just straight up got completely silent. Uh huh. Yeah. That's phase two. That's like I've seen you giggle. Yeah. I have not seen you get completely silent before. That was a new one. Yep. And then we went to full phase three where like you actually expressed issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where you spoke up. Yeah. Yeah. I, we've talked before. I'm not a good passenger. You're not. And I, it's, I wish I was a better one. I really do. Because it makes me, it, it makes me feel bad. Cause I know I put other people through way worse 
I think than when, what I you know bitch about. But I think when uh, you, when you are riding with like a professional race driver, right? Right. Someone other than me. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Obviously, you have more confidence in them, as you should. Yeah. Right. I trust me. I'm not taking this as a knock. I'm just some idiot from Missouri that has been on the track a few times. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think I'm getting better. I'm glad I ride with you though, because I do think I'm getting better at like being able to express why I'm feeling discomfort. Like I feel like right. like with the braking zone thing. Yes. Like I feel like I'm getting better at saying like, oh, if you did this. Right. Yes, you certainly are. You're certainly yes, you are certainly helping me get better on the track as well. But I'm still a terrible passenger. You are. You are. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so long story short, the Hellcat is insane. The sound is insane. The The car, it, when you get in, it seems huge. It seems yeah. so big. But then on the track, it just shrinks. And you don't even think about the size anymore. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah that's really hard for a car to do because my Infiniti never has done it and it never will. Yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with the aesthetics of the dashboard and things like that, like yeah. where your eye goes. With my Infinity, the dash slopes away from you, so everything just always seems far away, no yeah. matter what. There's no way for that car to close in on you. I agree. Yeah, yeah. But, I agree that is part of it. But I will say that I highly doubt, even though it had 200 more horsepower than both that and the, Ju- the both the uh, Mercedes and the Julia, yeah. that it was faster around nope. the track. It certainly was not. Because it's just, and that car is just, it's just drama. Like when you punch the gas, like it just squats. Yes. And there's like yes. a three second delay and then, whoa, right. go. Right. Yes. You're yelling Freebird and they're fucking playing it. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's what you want, that's the car for you. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you, if, if I owned one of those, I would have fun on a daily basis with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that a track day is where it lives. No. But it's hilarious there. Exactly. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. So anyway, Hellcat. I I still have a picture of the Mercedes up because uh, the Hellcat isn't much to look at. But yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, okay. So I do want to talk. So uh, I did experience with a professional driver at the track day. I got to stage two. Okay. Or no, I got to giggles. Uh-huh. I got to giggles with a professional driver uh, because... <laughs> Uh, I went for one lap in with, the Fiat. In yeah. the Fiat, yeah. And he went, he went so deep into turn four. I really thought we were going to be in the grass. Okay, like, okay. It was, it was. We were coming in, sliding into turn four. Yes. Um, and completely missed the apex. Uh huh. And just took like the this really wide, awful line around, and I was just laughing my ass off. And he was like. May have gone a little too deep on that. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, and then he tried to like spin it off as like I was trying to show that like you can recover or whatever. Right. Uh, right. He yeah, overcooked it. Just, yeah. just, he just, yeah. just a smidge. Right. Just a smidge. Yeah. So he was a professional driver? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. He was one of the instructors. Oh, nice. In okay. The Fantastic. Um, but yeah, that car was um, that car was a lot of fun and it was reasonably quick. And I have never driven a Miata or a Miata-based right. car before. Yeah, so me I was neither. Excited. Yeah, um, and I guess I still haven't. But <laughs> um, I really like that car. I really wish I had gotten to drive it without traction control yeah. because it made the traction control. I think made it dangerous to drive because it was it made it unpredictable. Yeah, and I, I think at the. I don't want to say like I don't want to say like at the level I was driving it at, but right. at at the point, given it the beans, right? Yeah, as close to the limits of the car as I was, right? 
being unpredictable is really not, that's not, not good. the time. Now's not the time, Fiat. Right. That was not the time. Right. Um and so that's my big knock against that car is that yeah. at the at the limit the yeah. traction control is not helpful. Do you know what my big knock against that car is? Uh you don't fit. I can't fit in it with a helmet. The reason I didn't drive it was because I can't fit. Yeah. I, I couldn't fit without a helmet. Uh like my head was, you know, I had like less than a finger's width of right. headroom in the car. Seat all the way back, you know, everything. The only thing I could have done is scooted the seat forward and lean the seat back a little bit, that move. Yeah. To kind of bunch my knees up. But then like, then your heel, you know, clutch and everything is off. And it just, it doesn't work in that car. I fit in that car very well. <laughs> I'm sure you did. It was, it was basically made for you. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anybody six three, six four above. Yeah, you can't have a one twenty four. But I do want to talk about um, one funny thing that happened with the with this car. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. Um, when we when we first arrived there, we were we were walking around taking pictures of all the cars, and um, that was beneficial by getting there early, or, yes. quote unquote early, on time early, press journalist time, and the. Uh, the one of the guys from FCA was was standing there, uh, and they were talking with amongst themselves. And we were started to have a discussion of like, do you fit in this car? Right. Yeah. And, and so you got in. We we're trying to figure out like, can you get in with a helmet? Right. Yeah. We want you to make can we drive. break physics to allow me to drive this right. car? And and um, I don't remember how it came up, but it was basically we decided that I would drive the car. And you would be my roll cage. Yes, yes. You would be my roll bar. Yes, that's right. If we rolled over, my head would be the thunk thunk. Yes. Yeah. And and so we were kind of talking about that. And one of the FCA guys overheard us and said, that is so romantic. <laughs> yeah. And we were yeah. like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. We're putting that on a t-shirt. Yeah. That's uh-huh. the Team Clear Coco Team podcast. Yeah. That's so romantic. Yep. Ian's the driver. I'm the roll bar. And I have a and I have FMK cars oh, for you. Okay, that. okay. I have one after you. Okay, okay. This one's called. Aww. <laughs> okay. And also, oh my god, that's awful. <laughs> All right. Romantic slash tragic cars for you and me. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So the first one is the 2017 Fiat 124. Sure. Spider. Yeah. Just put that one right back up. Yeah, it looks like a penis. I am driving. Uh-huh. And we both have a lot of fun. Okay. But you are the roll bar in the event of a rollover accident. Okay. In which right. case you will almost certainly be killed. Yes. Yes. Second one. 2017 Porsche 718 Boxster S. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Boxster S. Not Boxsters. Boxster S. Did you mean Boxsters? Okay. Yep. There yep. we go. Yep. Um. You are driving. Uh-huh. I am your road rage roll bar oh okay any confrontation with another motorist i handle really yeah but this is a one-use item i am killed at the end of the confrontation you're killed and you are fine well you're probably killed with the rollover thing oh wow right so here's the here's the last one okay 2017 rolls royce wraith oh whoa okay all right hang on let me pull the picture 2017 Rolls Royce. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. All right. Yeah. That's a convertible as well. Um, okay. No, that's the that's the hard top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The hard top coupe. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah. So here's the thing we split the driving 50 50. Okay. And go everywhere together. Okay. All right. We are never allowed to speak to one another again. Ian, 
And we can't like learn ASL as like no, a loophole. No. We can't speak to each other. No. Again. Okay. Romantic tragic. That's the, it is. the theme. You see the you see what I did there? Oh man, this is a really tough one. Oh, man, this is a really tough one, Ian. Yeah. I think okay. I am going to eliminate I'm going to kill the Porsche 718 where you're my road rage proxy. Okay. Okay. I would be a good road rage proxy you, proxy though. You would. You would come at the person just all just profanity and hair. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Uh <laughs> profanity and hair. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, it, you and me. I Pro- will say that profanity, if, hair, and sunburn. If you, if you are ever wondering what, how like other people see you, like how the world, uh-huh, yeah, how you're seen through other people's uh-huh, eyes, yeah. start a podcast with your best friend and about cars, <laughs> and then you would know. That's it. Profanity and hair. <laughs> That's hey, it. Continue, please. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Love you. It was quite romantic. Uh, yeah. So I'm killing the Porsche uh, because. You have you have child Ian and I could I could not live in a world where a child existed without you. Okay. Yeah. I, I like I like that you made a romantic one. I say like an altruistic thing and just squash. <laughs> just put down. Just all right. Whatever. So I th- I I think I would kill the Porsche. Okay. Uh, that means I have to decide between never speaking to you again, mm-hmm. uh, and. Um, and being your human roll bar. Yeah. Right. This is tough because like if, if I F the Rolls Royce, then we don't speak to each other for a day. And then I am definitely dying when you bog your, uh, Fiat 124 because you've turned all the traction control off right. at the track someday. Right. Right. Or I F the Fiat on the chance you won't roll it on that day. Right. And then live in a world where we never speak to each other once again. Mm hmm. <sighs> and we need to bring in like our significant others and be like, would you tell Ian that I am? <laughs> <laughs> would you ask Ian if he wants some taffy? <laughs> would <He's>, you... <laughs> he still does not want taffy. Still. W- would you ask Dave if he wants to go get some juice? <laughs> <laughs> buddy? <laughs> you have to use buddy. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh God, this is a tough one. All right. I think... I think I'm going to F the Rolls Royce because I cannot talk to you for one day and then I will marry the the Fiat 124. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think so. All right. And then you're just going to have to live with when you when you finally use me as your roll bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that's on you. Yeah. And I would do the same thing. I would do the same thing. You would? I would do the the Rolls Royce for a day, uh-huh. and I would marry the bo- the Boxster. Oh, Ian. See. Oh, see buddy. how that works. Oh. Okay. So that was our that was our FMG cars. Okay. So I have a I love the romance aspect. <laughs> that's that's one of my favorite ones you've ever done. That's a, a real good conundrum, man. Uh huh. Oh, oh, and I just love that someone else who is, has yeah. never heard our show. Yeah. No idea who we are. 10 seconds of exposure to you and I. Maybe not even that. Oh, that's so romantic. Yeah. That was perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, let's see here. So here's my FMK cars for you. All right. 
This is FMK Cars Track Day Bro with a catch. Okay. All right. This is the sugar and stick edition. All right. So you get you get the car, um, but you there's some circumstances around it. Okay? okay. All right. Except for one. First is the Kia, right? Okay. The, the peppy little Kia that you and I like. Yeah. Right. Second is the Fiat 124, but with this, you actually can never turn traction control off. Okay. Never. Okay. Lastly, Toyota 86, no heel towing whatsoever. No heel towing. No heel towing ever. <clears throat> That's the Alpha. That's not an 86. Um, no heel towing. So there's no catch with the, with the Kia? Nope. No catch with the Kia. I thought I was going to give you a set of track tires. I'm not. You got to roll all seasons. Okay. Um, and I deleted that text in my OneNote document, so that means it's real. Yeah. <laughs> I think I will um, crush the 86. Okay. Um, and then I will marry the Fiat, and I'll drive the Kia for a day. Okay. All right. You will marry the Fiat, even though you could never turn traction control off on it. Yeah, because I really don't think it would be an issue. Because the times when it came in, mm-hmm. I don't think it would be an issue on on the daily, on the daily, and even on a spirited mountain road drive. Right. I don't think I would get near the limit. Okay. Of that. Right. Uh, especially if I put stickier tires on it, it'd right. be it'd be fine. At the track, I I think I could learn to drive around it. Right, right. Yeah, you you build up that mechanical learning, that nuance. Yeah, right. like yeah, how far you can push it. Right. I yeah. think I think I could I think I could learn to drive around it. Okay. It would be irritating. Yeah. But I could live with it. You could. Yeah. I didn't think you'd be able to. Yeah. It huh. would drive it would it would drive me nuts for a while, but okay. I, think I, I think I could get around it. Okay. All right. What would you do there? I would marry the Kia for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would uh I would F the 86, because I don't know how to heel toe anyway, uh, <laughs> because coordination, not my strong suit, buddy. We're going to, we're going to get it. We're yeah, going to get you there. We are. Uh, yeah. No rhythm whatsoever. Yeah. Six foot four. Can't, it's, it's fine. You can, yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll be able to do it. You can get heel it. Don't, don't do that. I mean, don't do that. No. Yeah. You've seen me dance, Ian. You uh, know, I have no rhythm, have. no coordination, <laughs> Ian. I'm not very coordinated either. Yeah, you are. I'm coordinated when it comes to exactly one thing. Yeah. So what's wrong with that? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. If you have that and love making, then what else do you need in this world? I said one thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, what else do we have for track? I don't think we have anything else for track. Oh, um, oh sir. wait a second. I was... Sir, we yeah. definitely have something else to talk we about do. on the track. We have the car that you managed to run the fuel out of. I did, and I'm really sorry. So part of the so at the end of the day, we the last car that I got to drive was the the Julia Quadrifoglio. Quadrifoglio. And um it was the car I was most excited to drive. Yep. And I was like shaking the entire yeah, I, time. Yeah, I obviously let Ian drive it first. Are you kidding me? You have that giddy, you know, head of hair in front of you. I was so excited. You can't excited. say no. I'm very rarely excited about things. Uh, I was very excited. Yeah, about, you were super about, excited. About the, the Alpha. Yeah. And it, it was just... Your pants got tight. Oh, so tight. <laughs> it was one of those rare... It, it's... 
I, I, I'm going to have a review up, a written review of up, uh, yeah. of it up uh, around the time that this episode posts. So okay. it should be up, should be up by the time you're listening to this. Um, and in it, I basically say that this justifies the entire history of car written car reviews using tortured metaphors and all these other things to dis you know ascribe right. personality traits it handles to cars. like it's on rails or yeah or yeah. or you know it has a personality right, or whatever right. the, this is the car that justifies all of that because every input from just like walking up to it to opening the door handle to 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 the to way the licking, brake pedal feels licking its hood to licking its hood which I might have done um, to uh, to just the way that everything feels, everything you get through your butt and your hands and your feet is just electric. Like it just has an electricity to it, um, and it just feels special. Okay. And I don't. I know I only drove it for four laps of a track, right? But I don't think it would wear off, and it's unquestionably the best car I've ever driven. That's amazing. That's amazing. Without question, you've driven a Ferrari F four thirty on a racetrack. Yes, and you like this far better yes yeah it's it, it was just it just it was so perfect yeah like it had and and i kept thinking about it in terms of that mercedes too. uh-huh yeah yeah because they had about the same amount of power i think the mercedes was without question faster right i think and and it was more i was uh more i was faster in the mercedes right yeah but this car is is you can feel that it's competent underneath you, but it's not doing everything for you. Okay. It's there for you to to explore and it's challenging right. and exciting at the same time. Okay. And that's a rare combination, I think. Yeah. When it yeah. when something's like when it's uh when it's confidence inspiring, challenging, right. and exciting, right. that that's a combination you don't get often. Right. Right. And that's this thing. That's amazing. I could go on about it forever. Like the just those those fucking shift paddles. Uh-huh. Those just milled aluminum shift paddles that yeah. I want to take home and put under my pillow and <laughs> sleep with and I'd snuggle with. Okay. Um everything. I would say that the seats these did not have the uh the sport bucket seats in them. Oh yeah, that's right. They left the Recaros off of this, yeah. Um I I bet that I I've, I've heard that those are slightly uncomfortable. I would bet that for me... Yeah, we we tend to like those kinds of seats, both yeah. of us, yeah. Because I kind of, I, I did kind of roll around in the seats a little bit. Yep. That would be my one complaint about this car, but it would be, you know, taken care of with, with that. Um, but yeah, I have no idea how well I drove that car because it was just a, I was just so yeah. excited. You you drove it very well. Um, yeah. Uh, you, this was like the first real exercise in carbon ceramic brakes where the instructor in the car told you to just mash it as hard as you yeah. possibly could. Those braking zones you, were exciting. You did. And the car wiggled around a, a little bit. Yeah. Because guess what? Like that's going to happen when you go from 110 to like, what, 40 in like, I don't know. Oh, it was like in 70, a, I think. Was in a, a that very, in. very short distance. It was, yeah, the braking on that thing was just amazing. But that's the thing. It felt, it moves around, but it wasn't, it it wasn't unpredictable or, right. or disconcerting in any way. Like, it right. just felt like this is what we're doing. Right. It's probably following tiny little tram lines in the pavement it instead of been, like, yeah. instead of like, oh no, like it just wiggles like, right. you know, like the sob did when I would break hard, you know? Right. Right. Where it would just wander. Yeah. Right. It, where, and contrast that with the Mercedes. Yeah. And it's just 
dead straight yep. every time. Yep. Yep. Unbelievable. Yep. You just nail the brakes and nothing's going to happen. We are very clinical and cold and efficient. Yeah. And it, and you know, I hate to yeah. fall back on those yeah. terms, but it was completely true with these yep. cars. Yep. And I know they don't really compete, but they kind of do. Right. You know, that, that in the sedan form, the C63 AMG S, I think could be easily cross shopped with this car. Yeah. Um, and I, I, to me, that that's a no brainer for me because right. about the same price too. It would be the Alpha every day of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I if I'm picking one car there to sit in and get thrown around in the back seat like I was just like a sock of loose change or like a child's <laughs> bag of Cheerios that scattered all over the place. Yeah, it'd be that car because that was an amazing passenger ride. Yeah, I'm sorry I, about that. <laughs> I do have one complaint: um, the size of the fuel tank. Yeah, so we got back in and we got back in and the fuel light came on as I was on my in lap. Yeah. And I didn't even look it didn't even occur to me to yeah, look at Yeah, we the fuel don't care gauge. about that. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, we gotta go get more fuel. Yep. So Dave didn't get to drive it because then yeah. we were out of time. Yep. So I felt I felt bad about that. Uh but not bad enough that I wouldn't <laughs> have taken the opportunity to drive it again if given the choice. <laughs> you would have like shoved my face out of the way <laughs> like if it came, if it was instantly uh, Go get a gas can. <laughs> yeah. You need juice. Yeah. 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 Um I I can't wait for the opportunity because we should have the opportunity to drive it uh in August. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um but yeah, it's 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 amazing. If you uh, are in the market for a seventy thousand dollar ish sedan, sedan, yeah, uh, you're you're an idiot if you don't buy that car. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's going to be some pains of ownership, but it doesn't matter. You have to burn bright. Life is short, man. Yeah, life is short. I don't I don't care what the maintenance issues are. I do not yeah. care. No, go for it. Go all in. That go all amazing. in. Yeah, um, yeah. Love with your whole heart, man. Do it. Yeah. So how many more hours do we have to talk about it, this? As many, uh, let's see what's left on the recorder. <laughs> 10 hours and 26 minutes, buddy. Might be enough time. Might be enough. Have we talked about the movable carbon fiber uh, front, front splitter? Front lip, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Active arrow for that car. Yeah. Oh, man. Crazy. Pants so tight. All yeah. Right. Sorry. We can, we can move on. I w- I'm so thankful that you got a chance to drive it. Yeah. 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 What, what, did it feel, what, did, what did it feel like from the back seat? Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> was it really that bad? Was, yeah. it, was it more terrifying than the Mercedes when the back in the back seat? The Mercedes Benz was more of a logistics issue, <laughs> to be honest. So of all the cars, honestly, like I'm here. I'll, I'll try to show you what like what my seating position was in the Mercedes. Okay. So the seat was so far back. You know, like, I mean, there's just no room, right? right. So when the seat came back, I was like, oh, we're doing this. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's like skipping straight to third base, right? Yeah. And so, like, I had one knee up, right? And then the other one was just kind of over the transmission hump as much as I could get it. Right. But then, like, I had to sit kind of, like, turned. Right, because it's slow. And, the and, and the, the roof, roof slopes so down. I had my head. So here I am, like, this. <laughs> it looks like I'm about to give birth. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I was I was twisted. and my head, <clears throat> Like you're giving birth yeah. under a bed. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. I, I, was, I was a pregnant Anne Frank hiding. And... <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> and Ian. <clears throat> whoo, yeah. So that that was the issue with the Mercedes. I didn't really have time to be scared right. when I was like just wondering like if my kidneys were still gonna work when I got out. <laughs> True. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
So of the, so would you say, I, I would think that the next scariest thing would probably have been the, the Cherokee, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're, at, you're honestly worried about that car rolling over. So were you more yeah. scared in this or in the Cherokee? I was more scared in, huh, it's close. Yeah. Yeah. It's close. It might be too close to call. If yeah. you put me in the back seat of the Cherokee, oh, probably, I can't even imagine. Probably the Cherokee, but because I was in the front, well, that just would have been sick, right? Yes, yeah. Just. <laughs> I also love too that they insisted that we have a, a co-driver for the Fiat and not for the Grand Cherokee, right. which had to have been the most dangerous car there. Yes, ex- exactly. Which what you needed for the for the Cherokee was like blocks of wood to keep you from pressing the <laughs> gas pedal all the way, and then like some kind of restrictive steering. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, what you needed for the Cherokee was to take the car somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there we go. I think we covered all of the track cars. This, this was Ian and I in our home environment. We're track rats. We're track bros, right? right. Track guys. We right. like, we like going to the track. Yeah. So we were really excited. Uh, well, actually, I don't even know if I can say I was really excited. I was very interested at the possibility of off-roading. I was very nervous. Okay. I was very nervous. I think that's your default setting in a new environment. You, you, do, you, you do are nervous. You are nervous. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I get nervous. Yeah. And I mean, part of it was that like the perfect example that I'll give you is that like I feel like whenever I got like a little bit of instruction from, uh-huh. the, from the track people yeah, yeah it was like it was like a refinement of something that i already knew i should be doing exactly but wasn't yep. executing on right right but when we were at the off-road thing yeah it was like i was being presented with a totally new yeah. language yeah they were like well you're gonna want to disconnect your sway bars and we're like what you gotta you do what do now that? <laughs> that's a thing <laughs> Yeah, no. exactly. Right? We were like Elf. in. We were like yeah. Will Ferrell in Elf, like all the gum in New York City. Total yeah. fish out of water. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I felt like such an idiot like the whole time because they were like, oh yeah, do you don't have your hill descent and sway bars. You don't have your hill descent yeah. and sway bars on, off or whatever it was. Yeah. It, it was, it was crazy. Uh, but I am so glad that we did it. Me too. It was a blast. So I drove over there in the Mercedes-Benz GLA mm-hmm. uh, with uh, the Mercedes brand rep, Brian. Yeah. Oh, here's you licking the alpha. Um, yeah. And so Brian and I had a fantastic conversation. He was a super awesome dude to talk to and ride with uh, on the way out to CORE is what it's called. C-O-R-E, Colorado Off-Road Experience or something like that. Huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh and so basically it's just this big uh park that you know just a big patch of land where they have some dirt roads and they built some, and some hills mud pits. and some rocks and some mud pits. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's basically it. And it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, was a lot of fun. Yeah, this is this is like the child equivalent like you know when they have those like diggers for <laughs> yes. the for sand pits and stuff like that. that. I mean like that was you and I off-roading. Yeah, absolutely. We were super out of our element, but like off-roading is a is an element of car culture that I've had a little bit of experience with. Yeah. Yeah. Growing up in Missouri, I don't think you can get too far away from mudding and off-roading. Right. Um, and so, you know, I had a friend of mine in high school and after high school that had a Jeep. Uh, uh, I don't think he had the Rubicon. 
yeah, he, he, he had a Jeep and, and we would, you know, go Jeeping every now and then. And, you know, yeah. and that's when I learned, you know, if, if you st- start to roll over, you don't grab the roll bar, you know, you grab the handle because your fingers will get crushed, you right. know, when you roll over. Yeah. So stuff like that, you know, and it was, but we never did anything like what we did, you know, uh, at core. Yeah. One of the obstacles was a, uh, 32%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We know that because there was a calculator in the car. Yeah, thirty-two yeah. percent uh, grade drop. Yeah, uh, and that was that was interesting. It was um, because you're just being held in by your seatbelt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're so... hanging by our seatbelt, and you can't see anything, and and you're relying on a spotter. Yeah. yeah, which is another essential part of of like more extreme off roading that you and I have never had contact with was listening to a spotter. Right. You know, and like the. The guy standing in the rock garden was the bravest soul of the entire thing, right? Because it was a downhill rock garden and he's standing in the path where you're going to be driving and giving you hand signals like, you know, straight ahead, little left, little right. At some point, I think I asked you, like, should I tell him I've never done this before? (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, yeah. But but that was fantastic because like he gave me, I I off-roaded first, right? Yes. What were we in? We were in the GLA. The yeah, the GLA. We stayed yes. right in the GLA. Exactly. Yeah. So he he gave me a signal and like the GLA was super easy to place and everything, you know, and, and it's a fantastic car. Um, it, other than the taillights, but we can get into that another time. Kayak paddle, kayak paddle. That's my safe word. Um, my taillight safe word. So like, you know, the, the spotter would like, you know, a little bit left, a little bit right. I, I would just do it and he would like instantly like, okay, straight ahead, like yeah. turn, boom. And it was like, like we just like, we locked eyes and like, you know, yeah. like got into the super and it was, it was so easy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. The little GLA was interesting. Yeah. Because it was yeah. much more capable than than we either of us thought it was going to yes, be. Yes, 100%. And also it was um I had driven one like just uh, uh like a few days before we were out there. As a rental? As a rental. Okay. Um GLA 250, so probably same spec, huh? Yeah, and it, yeah. it was I think it was one year older. Okay. Um and so it didn't have the updated interior and stuff. So yeah, the interior of that car is really nice. Yeah. It's the same as the Infinity QX30. Yeah. Yep. yep. And I've driven I've had one of those as a rental as well. Okay. With the the turbo. I think this had the turbo too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tur- two liter turbo. Um it's not the car that I would buy, but right. if you're in that segment, if you uh-huh. insist on getting a crossover, it's fine. Yeah, it is. It's fine. And and, and actually it was it was pretty good off-road. It was. Yeah, it was surprisingly capable. Yeah. 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 There wasn't much that we couldn't do. We didn't do the biggest uh, 32% grade. Yeah. We didn't do um, the, the super big obstacles. But we it. scooted right up the first approach. No drama. That's, yeah. That was probably a 20% yeah. uh, grade. I think yeah, so. Somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a blast. Yeah. Um, I drove over there on the road. I drove the new Tacoma. Yeah. Because I didn't drive the Tacoma at all. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about the Tacoma. Yeah. We didn't get to drive it off road at all. No. It was like everyone was kind of all about that car. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, when we're, when we're there. Um, it was okay. I have driven a lot of generations of Tacoma. Uh huh. And I think, I think this generation is maybe a miss for me. Okay. Um, they like introduced this like really tall, hood line that's supposed yeah, to make it look yeah. more aggressive. Yeah, they're doing this across the Tacoma and Forerunner. And 
Um, I think it's a little silly because it just makes the truck feel huge. And, yeah. And unnecessarily so. And unnecessarily aggressive. You yeah. Know? There's no reason to do that. I yeah. feel like. Um, that's the, that's 16. like a SEMA car, but yeah. yeah, but, but it's similar. Yeah. Yeah. And also they have a new V6 in it that, um, is like a lot higher revving. So it doesn't, it doesn't behave like a truck engine. Okay. Not a lot of low down grunt. Yes. Yeah, so you kind of <sighs> have to, you kind of have to, to run it out. Um, so it's a little weird on the road. Okay. Um, I, we didn't get to drive it off road. So right. I, I bet it. It's very. It seems like it's very capable off road, and I think that's they brought the one that was like kitted out for all that. Yeah, yeah, the TRD Pro Pack, blah blah blah. Yep. Yeah. Um. So I wish we got to do that on the road. I would say, n- not 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 the best Tacoma I've it, ever driven. That that's the thing about off roading some of these cars. It's like, dude, some people drive these every day, everywhere. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, like the Wrangler. Right. So did we both drive that or did I just drive it? We that? both drove it. Oh, wait, no. I think I just drove yeah, it. Yeah, you just drove it. Yeah. So I drove the, the Wrangler Rubicon. Yeah, and my buddy has a four-door Wrangler. Yeah. 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 That thing is insane. I've never, I've driven lots of Jeeps before. I've never driven a Rubicon. Right. And I've certainly never uh, driven one, driven a, Ra- I've never driven a Wrangler truly, truly off-road. I've done like light off-roading. Right. Them also known as stuff. vandalizing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but... It's super impressive. I get, I get that yep, car. Yep. I get that car now. It, um, and we can say that about off-roading culture as a whole. Yeah. Right? We get it. Like, it was really fun. Well, and I, I, I also get that, you know, the, the, one thing, the one thing I think we, we, we did talk about is that, um, you know, like sort of drag racing culture. Yeah. Where the temptation would be to buy more and more expensive gear. Right. Where I feel, I do feel like track driving, uh, the one advantage that has over these other hobbies is that it's, for me at least, it's easier to be like, the problem is me. Okay. I need to work on me. Right, right. Versus throwing money at like lift kits to get over more stuff. Right, right. right. Seeing the vehicle and its setup as a barrier versus your talent. Right, exactly. And yeah. drag racing is sort of the same thing, yep, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Where you you just end up like obsessing over over gear to the yep you know detriment of all else. Right. So um, that's the one aspect that I I would say I I still like about track driving over this, but yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. No. Like it was a fantastic way to spend time. I can see why yeah. people do it. Yeah. Uh, I can't even imagine like how crazy like real rock crawling is. Right. You know because like I like. You know, mountain biking a lot, right? I lo- I love mountain biking. Uh, trails are my f- absolute favorite thing. And like anytime I get to a technical section, I love like trying to get over things I could never get over before. And like, you know, that kind of like, right? you know, that like just getting over something is so satisfying. It is right? very satisfying. Just clearing like a curb or a stair is just fun. It is. You know? And yes. And so doing that in a car is awesome. Yeah. Right? And going down hills you can't even see the bottom of. Right? Yeah, it's hilarious. Being it's held great. in by your seatbelt. Yeah. Like if you and I just went off-roading for a day, we would have an amazing time. Yeah. But when it comes, you give me, you give me 10 grand. What am I going to want to spend that money on? Right. Track stuff. Yeah. I'm going to want a track car. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not going to buy an off-road car. And that's just us. 
right? Yeah. But like having that insight into track into uh, off road yeah. world was awesome. Was I awesome. will say that the most the the part of that course that I like because it was a it was a wide variety. They had the rocks. Yep. They had the mud. They had the the drops and the and the climbs. Yeah, they called and, them whoop whoops. Yeah, for yeah. the hills. Yeah. And then they also had a high speed section. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Obviously, I enjoy the high speed section the most. We're gonna get into the whole high speed section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, what what other cars did we drive? We drove the. Uh, yeah, a I have Jeep. a list here. Yeah, so the the uh, since the whole thing was really sponsored by FCA, the Jeep, and it was for the launch of the Jeep Compass Trailhawk. Yeah, we drove that right, um, and that that was. You know, fantastic! It was way better than either of us expected it. Yes, it certainly was. Yeah, it yeah. it felt it felt at home there. Yeah, yeah, and I would be curious to see what it was like on the road, but it was really capable uh, yeah. off road. It uh, did feel, you know, it felt Jeep Compassy in, yeah. in build quality level. Right, right. So I wouldn't want to do that a lot. Right, right. With but it. it certainly could do it. It certainly could do yeah. it. I don't think the interior would hold up very well. No, no. Uh, but. But yeah, it was it was engaging and fun, and yeah. it was especially fun on that high speed section. Yeah, yeah, um, that was fantastic. That was great. Um, and then there was the uh, let's talk about the Land Rover. You want to talk about the Land Rover because okay. this is my first time driving a Land Rover. Me too. Yeah, me too. Uh, it was a discovery. Yep. Um, New discovery. Yep. I kind of liked it. Dave. I had a good time. I liked it. I drove it on the road. You drove it off road. I did. Yeah. Um I'm trying to find one for the 2017. Yeah. 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 Um it yeah. Was, it was it was nice. It, it was, was really it? nice. You that picture I took of you making like a smarmy look, <laughs> you actually look First of all, you're a pho- photogenic person whether you realize it or not, right? Uh and I know. Track I know. Track I, day, Dave. I know. I know. But this is about cars. you, and this is about me. You and I. Yeah, because just talking cars is a great show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let me pull it up on our Instagram because you looked you looked so at home. Oh, that's such a lovely picture. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, your mother needs to see that one. Um, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So where are you in the Land Rover? Here you are. Uh, it was a fantastic shade of copper. It was a really interesting color, but here you, here's Ian sitting inside the Land Rover. Let me see if I can zoom in on this because, uh, I can't zoom in on it. It's just some bullshit. Um, <laughs> but you looked you looked so at home in this car. Like you just expected the pores to lay down underneath you. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's what that car does to you. Yeah. And even though that's the discovery, you know, something yeah. like the top of the line. Right. It it is a very nice place to be. They do interiors it very well. Yeah. And uh it was not it was great on the road. Yeah. Um, and you drove it off road and it was crazy capable. It was very capable. We did everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think it, I could tell with the rock garden they would keep you in some of it or like right. and and take you out of it. So like you would get the tip of the rock garden in yeah, the yeah, GLA yeah. and mm-hmm. then do like the little uh kind of slopes on the side uh, or in the Rubicon you just straight the whole, down the center. Whole thing. Yeah. Yep. Whole thing. Uh the the discovery they put us off to the side a little bit over the more complicated stuff. Uh, and I mean, it's just a ground clearance issue, but that thing was amazing. 
It really uh, was. It's just really impressive. It, it lives up to its name. It just does everything. Yeah. And and that was the one where I was even going up the sides of the hills to put it off camber yeah. more than they were suggesting. And like one of the ladies was like waving us down like, no, 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 don't go up. And just did it. Dude, those those things have like a crazy rollover angle. Like, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, it's it's nuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, basically, we. Lo- I looked out the driver's side window, and I could have just reached my hand out and touched the ground mm-hmm. easily. We were tilted that far over. Yeah, it was yeah. impressive. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of fun. Yeah. It yeah. It really was. It was a good time. Yeah. And great, you, great it just sound system. felt, yeah, it was just quality. Like, yeah. everything just felt quality. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, a- yeah. We were bumping some Run the Jewels on the way. Yeah. Yeah. On the way back to the track. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of fun in the <clears throat> Land Rover. So I will say that the disappointment for the day uh-huh. was that was the Atlas. Yeah, let's talk about the Atlas and let's end on a high note by talking about the power wagon. That's kind of where I was yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like I like it, Ian. I like so it. So the we we drove the, the Volkswagen Atlas, don't, which don't even have a picture of it. Because, I will say you know. was uh I I think on the road, uh and to live with every day, it's probably a really great um I think that might have been the concept. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, it was a really great... Yeah, I could see that it would be a really nice car. Yes. Yep. It, it felt like a quality product. Yeah. And, um, from, you know... From five to ten years ago, but yeah. Yeah. Because it's a Volkswagen interior still. A little bit. Yeah. But, and, and the, you know, the, the interior is versatile and, yep. and roomy and, and it, it hits all those buttons. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, it's a, I think it's, a, it's an oak... It's a fine competitor in this sort of seven-seater space. Yep. Yep. But, uh huh, like the uh, DSG, yeah, at on the track and the traction control on the track, uh, with the Volkswagen, it was just not happy. No, no, it was fish out of water. It it did not want to have, and it didn't want to have anything to do with anything. It did not want to play ball. Do not pass go. Yeah, it yeah. was like it would do it. Yeah, but it wasn't happy about it. No, and it certainly wasn't going to be. It certainly wasn't going to. Enhance your enjoyment. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. As a utilitarian, like you can get over an obstacle if you need to. Yes, yes. You can ramp that Costco curb if you need to. That's fine. Right. And yeah, a light's going to go off, but you're ramping a Costco curb. Right. Yeah. More. Or even doing light off roading. Like right. if you are in an emergency and you need to get from A to B, right. you right. can do it in that car. Right, right. It's not the kind of car you get to do fun off-roading. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was happy on any part of that track. Nope. Not at all. And also, we got yelled at in it because we were going to take it over some of the whoop whoops. And uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. And they were screaming at us because that car couldn't do it. It would have gotten high-centered. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, Can you imagine you and I teetering (laughs) in a high-centered car? (laughs) I'm surprised we didn't end up like that. Oh, my God. But Ian... So let's talk about perfect. Let's talk about the last car. Let's do that. Because it was a Dodge Power Wagon. Power Wagon! Dude, that car was in a truck. It weighs, weighs 8,000 pounds. <laughs> Four tons. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels it. So the Power Wagon name has been around for a long time for Dodge. It's a it's a very uh it, it has a lot of legacy as being like Dodge's top tier like off road, like uh and everybody says like oh so this is Dodge's answer to the Raptor no the fucking Power Wagon's been around for a long time and it's going to keep being around for way longer and it's also for different things I feel yes like. it, yes it's, 
the the uh, the Raptor is an its off-road own, sports car. Yeah, it's yeah. its own thing. Yeah, yeah. Look at these old Dodge Power Wagon pictures. Yeah, right. This thing though was just yeah, like, yeah. You know, uh, it it's gonna tell you uh, to squeal like a piggy. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And you are Ned Beatty, and you're doing it happily. Yeah. Also, we need to show you getting in it uh, because it was very. It tall. has what thirty. 31 inches of ground clearance yeah. just from the factory, I think it was. I hope this comes through Twitch and the YouTube, but yeah, this, <laughs> yeah, look at, at where your waist is versus where the door is. Yeah, it's right? ridiculous. Yeah, it, it it was really hard for me to get into it. Yeah. Yeah, eventually I just started taking running leaps. Uh-huh, like this. Yeah, boom, in. Yeah, yeah. You gotta jump. You are quite spry. Yeah. <laughs> you have to jump in. Yeah, you do. Um, But yeah, that... That truck was a blast. It was so fantastic. It was huge. You felt like you were in something huge. Yeah. But it like, but it's like, yeah, fuck you, planet. Like, I, I hit the gas and you turn underneath me. Yeah. You know? Would you ever buy one? If I had land that needed attending, right? Like I, if I had to run fence lines yeah. and like had like really rough terrain to handle, hell yeah, I'd buy one. Are you kidding me? Because you would never have to worry about a thing. Us with our soft IT hands, (laughs) probably not. No, no, we're not going to be ranchers. No. Right? Yeah. No. Um, Yeah, so... the one of the fantastic things about this car is like it's it doesn't have any nannies it doesn't do anything fancy about like turning things on and off for mm-hmm. you it just it, like it just goes the, the diffs are all locked all the time mm-hmm. yeah and so my i my absolute favorite uh moment of the of the entire time was w- going high speed in this truck on on a high speed section yeah. so yeah so um the brand rep, I think his name was Rick, maybe. He was in the back seat. Yep. Right? Rick Rich. Uh, and you know, he was running us through all the great facts about the the Dodge Power Wagon, all the legacy, and you know, just how it's you know, how utilitarian it is. Because this is utilitarian, yeah. right? Uh, and he was showing us how fast it can go in four low. So the idea is that you put the car in four low and you don't really have to worry about taking it out because you're exceeding the speed when you're, when you're working, right? So like you're running that fence line, you know, you're chasing down, like, I don't know what happens to ranchers. Cows get out or something. I don't know. (laughs) Right. Like your beef runs away. Just the hamburger package just gets through the fence. Somehow. I think that's how, how they, think, where they come from. I think from, you're right? right. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. The package. Yeah. Before My they, T-bone's out again. Yep. Exactly. Right? So he said, you know, when when you go around this turn, I want you to put your foot to the floor. We were in four low. Uh, and, and we're just going to run out on this uh, straightaway. And so he was like, you know, like. Don't okay, lift. Don't lift. And I, and I looked at him. I was like, dude, I'm from Missouri. Like. <laughs> Pickup trucks are kind of a thing. I was issued one at 16. Yep. Yeah, like people going into the military are issued shoes. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so what did I do, Ian? Go ahead and tell the listeners. Uh, uh, this gentleman did not lift. No. How no. much panic laughter did you have? You know, not a lot. I thought uh, I, I giggled a little bit, but uh-huh. it was actually just genuinely fun because you're in such a huge truck right. that you kind of feel invincible, which yeah. is dangerous as shit. Yeah, but... I- also, if we hadn't missed that turn and just gone straight, was there anything that would have thrown in? Uh, no. Yeah, exactly. No. Right? 
Yeah. Yeah. There's no consequences right. in that truck. There'd have to be like a six foot concrete wall for you to get worried about it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Even then you're like, yeah, my money's still in the truck. Yeah. Money's still in the truck, Bob. Yeah. 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 It was a blast. Yeah. Yeah. That thing was fun. And then I got to go mudding in it. Yeah. You got to go mudding, like, which is a legit off-road thing people do. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah so, yeah. I was like, in my head, I was like, I hope I get this thing stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? No. I don't think. I, it was way too dry for yeah. it to get stuck. But, yeah, but we certainly flung mud. Yeah. It was I mean, fun. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It Man, was, we're lens flaring all over the place with this excursion yeah. today. Hello. Yeah. Lens flare. Don't care. Why even take a picture, Ian? I don't know. If it's not going to be vignetted and lens flared. It's true. Exactly. It's true. Right? Uh, yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, we've we've been yapping at you guys for a long time about yeah, our about our tomfoolery. Let's wrap it up. I think that this it was my big takeaway. Yeah, from yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let's let's do some summation. Yeah, is that I I was very happy for both of us. Yeah. that we were able to that we're at a place now where I feel like we can do these events. Yes. And get in a car. Yep. And immediately have an informed opinion about it. Yep. And be able to articulate what that opinion is. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. Because I don't think, I think all of our first impressions of those cars, I didn't read any reviews of nope. anything other than the Alpha. I had read reviews of the Alpha and the Hellcat right. before, um, before we went out there. Um, and going back and reading other people's impressions of things. Sure. We're, you know. We're right. We're we're within the margin of error on, on all of it, right? And yes, yes. I I think the the struggle for you and I with this kind of like fitting into the standard mold of automotive journalism, where you are issued press cars and things like that. Right. The struggle that you and I have is our show is not an automotive review show, right? We're an automotive culture mm-hmm. slash comedy tomfoolery show, right? Yes. But we also. We we do a really we make a, a very large effort. Notice I didn't say good job. We make a very large effort, and I do feel like we do a good job of explaining why we like the things we like. Or why it matters right? that why we like them. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And so the challenge that you and I have going forward f- from events like this is besides swag collecting for listeners, right. is is to to have things through that lens where we're not just going to deliver like uh, you know, this car does zero to 60, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like we're, we're not going to be delivering stats, but we're going to tell you like why we really care about the cars that we cared about when we had this exposure to them. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Right. And you know, are we able to do that with everything we get behind the wheel of? Not really, but we had some really pleasant surprises like the Kia, right? Yeah. We had plenty of cannon fodder like the Jeep SRT. Yep. You know, and uh, and then, you know, you just put your wiener on an Alfa Romeo. Oh, I would s- totally put in, put my wiener on Alfa Romeo. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, God. Why is this resale value so low? <laughs> Th- that's like, th- that's the uh, the Seinfeld episode where Costanza had the art book that he took in the bathroom that uh, he couldn't return. This book's been in a bathroom, you yeah. know? Yeah. I would also say from this event just yeah. extrapolating out because there was no national re- really national press there right right uh, to, uh, of any sort to speak of uh, th- this this is why you don't buy uh, a, press a press car press cars <laughs> because we've had stick time in them <laughs> beat the shit out of them but that's what you want to do that's what yeah. you want 
yeah. people to do because um, it lets you know what they're like when things go bad. Yep. So. Uh, also, I, I like my big my big takeaway from it was off road. We get it. We get it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want to do more of it. Right. Yeah. Like, I do want to do more. Yeah. Of it. it was like I'm glad the flashlight was handed to us so we could look in. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to put it. Thanks. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean that that was my big takeaway. And also, I mean, you know, just like having exposure at, at an event like this, you know, for you and I as as automotive journalists, which still sounds really weird to say. It does. But, it, it will never yeah. stop. So but anyway. Ian, we're closing in on 100 episodes of the podcast. We've put up more than 100 episodes if you're counting after shows, yep. which no one should count after shows because they're just, you know, faffing yep. off. But yep. anyway, yeah, Ian, like we do a thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, all, so... Um, Going through our podcast statistics, right? I've noticed that we might have some listeners in Japan, New Zealand, and Australia. Really? If you're if you are unfortunate enough to be listening to us, but fortunate enough to be in, in any of those countries, could you please send us an email, teamclearcode at gmail.com? Because please do that. We would love to hear from our international listeners as well as any other listener. Just shoot us an email, teamclearcoat at gmail.com. And if you need to know how else to contact us, teamclearcoat.com has yes. all of those particulars. And it will also have um, uh, slowly but surely some reviews yeah. <laughs> trickling out. When um, you can take your pan- hand out of your pants and put it on the keyboard to write about the alpha. <sighs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the challenge. Yeah. H- hands above the table, whole podcast, Ian. It's hard to, it's actually, that, that's been the hardest thing I've had to write for the show so far has been the, the this alpha review because it's hard to not just have all caps. I love car. I love car. <laughs> I love car. But there's space for that, Ian. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, you can do that. Yeah. You can do that. Okay. Yeah. You have that talent. Okay. Anyway. Everybody needs to check going. Ian's 24 Hours of Lemons articles that he wrote because those are some of my favorite pieces of automotive writing ever. And uh, yeah, there we go. TeamClearCode.com. Yep. That's Dave. This is Ian. Yep. Goodbye, everyone. We love you. We love you.